Blog Talk Radio. Join us for the Wellness Journey Live with Linus Woods Mullins. Our program will show you the fun and simplicity of wellness for women over 40 and all the people who love them. You can achieve total wellness through holistic practices, nutrition, fitness, and spiritual renewal. Join us weekly as we talk to the experts in the field of total wellness for your mind, body, and spirit. Here's Lennox. This is Linus from PraiseWorks and Wellness Woman 40 and Beyond e-magazine, and I am so glad with you this evening. I don't get a chance to broadcast, so this is fantastic. I love it, especially in this time of the year. You know, it's uh, 5 o'clock uh, my time in uh, Sacramento, California, which is 8 o'clock on the East Coast, and uh, the sun is just beginning to go down with that, you know, new uh, time of the year with the ch- time change and all that. And I kind of like this, sitting in my office watching the sun come down as I talk with you about my favorite topic, how to be well in our mind, body, and spirit. And we have a great show planned for you today, something that's near and dear to my heart, um, the, that midlife crisis thing that you hear about. I certainly know what it is. I went through it. In fact, I'm on the other side of it, uh, fortunately or unfortunately, depending on how you look at it. <laughs> But I certainly did go through it, and we're going to be talking about that, about the, the midlife crisis, what it is, what it isn't. Uh, we have a midlife coach with us today. Uh, her name is Maria Allen, and she's going to be sharing with us some of her wisdom and some of her tips and tools that she has shared with her clients when it comes to that infamous transition in life that we all, if we're blessed and lucky enough, live long enough to go through. But before I bring her on, I just wanted to share with you a couple of things. Uh, The Wellness Journey has a podcast series now. Hello! What's the difference between radio and podcast? Well, podcast is pre-recorded. Radio is live. So sometimes when, you know, I drop off of uh, the broadcast or something weird happens, the doorbell rings or there's a knock on the door, all that stuff is live. So we can't edit that out. But podcasts, we don't have quite those same issues. And I'm on a network called the Self-Discovery Network, and it's a fantastic series. There is a link there, link to um, the um, on the show page. Click on Listen to the Wellness Journey podcast series and uh, check it out. I'm on every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time uh, with brand new shows that are featured for a week. I love the network. It's fantastic. It is a mind, body, spirit network, all about wellness for the mind, body, and spirit. Fantastic hosts, great producers. I hope you enjoyed that podcast series. And, of course, I will always be with you for live shows once a week, uh, usually on Tuesday, but today I did it on a Monday, and I kind of like that, um, bringing you some of the premier experts in the field of mind, body, spirit, wellness for women and all the people who love them. Also, I wanted to let you know that um, follow me on Twitter. There's some exciting things going on Twitter. On Fridays, I'll be having chats. Get a chance to chat with y'all about stress, about menopause, about weight reduction, fitness, and all the things that we ladies and men like to talk about um, on Twitter. So just check check me out on Twitter from time to time and see what's going on. And there's a link right there where you can follow me on Twitter. Uh, Also, uh, we have something called uh, the Wellness Journey Show After Party. Hey! Those are uh, once a week, and just check my website or check my Facebook page to find out when I'll be doing those, and that's on Blab. Have you checked out Blab? 
If you haven't, you need to. It is an audio-video platform that allows you to talk with the person who's being interviewed, if you so desire, and they can see you and you can see them, or you can type in questions if you like. In fact, our guest is going to be on Blab, and we'll talk to you more about that a little bit later on. And one more thing. Um, I am on Periscope, so you can catch me on Periscope. Um, if you click on the link there on the show page, it says Catch Me Live on Periscope. Um, I'm on there every day talking about, usually in the mornings around 7 o'clock my time, talking about all things wellness for the mind, body, and spirit. So that's kind of what's been going on. The big thing, though, is that the Wellness Woman for the E Magazine, our next big issue comes out in um, December, and then we have another one, which is the start of the new year in 2016, coming in January. If you haven't subscribed yet, make sure you do. Uh, click on that link on the show page, Wellness Woman, 40 and Beyond, the e-magazine, and that will take you to the site so you can subscribe. And, of course, my site, in case you can't see the show page right now, is praiseworks.biz. That's praiseworks.biz. Or just Google PraiseWorks Health and Wellness, and all my information will pop up about the shows that I'm doing, the coaching programs that I have, uh, the magazine that's going out, the events that I'm sponsoring. It's all things PraiseWorks Health and Wellness. If you Google, you'll find out all kinds of information. So, now, we've got that out of the way. <laughs> I want to bring on our guest. Her name is Maria Allen, and she is a midlife coach, and as is tradition on the Wellness Journey Live, I always ask my guest to kind of tell me a little, tell you all a little bit about them and how they came to do what they do, because I figured they truly are the experts about themselves. So, Maria Allen, welcome to the Wellness Journey Live. I'm so glad that you're with us today. Well, thanks, Linus. I'm happy to be here. Thank you. Tell us a little bit about yourself and how you came to be a midlife coach and why you're so passionate about the need for a midlife, uh, passionate about what it is that you do. Oh, absolutely. Well, I tell you, I became a midlife coach because there was such a need for me to to fix myself, to heal myself. Um, What I do is I partner with women who are between 45 and 65 who have uh, for decades been taking care of other people, serving other people, um, lifting other people up, and now they're at a point where they are stuck, they're afraid, uh, their lives are lacking meaning, and they come to me for clarity and purpose. And i got to tell you, I really think it's a silent epidemic out there of women who are just suffering in silence. Um, I myself started midlife pretty early, and it came to me with um, aches and pains and, you know, the usual hot flashes and all that. Um, I also noticed that my body just was not feeling like my body. And so mm. after countless visits to different doctors and, and uh, being tested for lupus and Lyme's disease and all this other stuff, um, I finally had convinced myself that I was just broken and that I was to live mm. the rest of my life just suffering and um, the ship had sailed. Well, after a while of uh, being tired of being sick and tired, I decided to explore this thing called midlife. Um, What is it that brings us to our knees? And what is it about this time in life that causes women to go through such a transition? So went back to school, got my master's in organizational psychology, and started working one-on-one with women. 
and started guiding them through this process and helping them find their authentic self again and take steps to move forward to find the joy um, that they want to find to live the life of their dreams. Well, you know, let's talk a little bit about this whole definition of midlife crisis. What is it? And, and, and does it really exist, or is that just, a, just something that people say? Well, I, I do think it exists. I think it's different for women and men. I think for men, um, there is a decrease in virility. And because of that, um, they try to compensate with the stereotypical sports car and 20-year-old girlfriend and, and, you know, all the things that jokes are made out of. And that is based on their feelings of diminished virility. Now, women, on the other hand, uh, when they go through a crisis, and it's usually a crisis of identity. It's a crisis of feeling like you've been wearing a mask for so long and that you just don't know who this woman is inside, but you do know she's not happy. And the woman in, in crisis who is in midlife, they seem to disappear, and they get very quiet, and they just seem to fade away into the woodwork, um, which is quite a difference from, you know, like I said, what, what men do. And, um, yeah, I do believe there is a crisis, um, and I do believe that it takes a lot for women to reach out for help um, getting through this time. Why do you think that? Why is it so difficult for women uh, to reach out and to let someone know that they need some help during this period of time? Oh, geez. Well, women, women do it all. Women hold the household together. Women hold the families together. And women are the rocks um, that keep everything in order and keep everything in place and keep everybody else feeling good and keep everybody else moving forward. And I think that uh, it really is a period where we just do not know what step to take, and it paralyzes us, and it puts us in a state of fear, and we really become paralyzed where we just don't know where to move or, or what direction to take. Uh, and there's also the stigma of, um, you know, not toughening up and not pulling yourself up by the bootstraps and, and making it better for yourself and not whining or complaining, and that often that fine line gets blurred, um, and women just don't feel that they are worthy of asking for help or that they'll be looked down upon. You know, it's interesting because I can think of quite a few people. I'm 58, and I've kind of gone gone through this stage. I, it started for me at oh, around yeah. 50. But mm -hmm. um, I know other women who you would look at them and you would never know that they might be going through something like this because they come across as confident sure. and secure and focus in terms of what they want to go. But what I've heard from you, you mentioned this too, and someone else that works with um, women in midlife, that many times those are the very ones that yeah. are struggling silently in terms mm -hmm. of finding uh, their their face or their place or what it is they really want to do. I call it what it is you really want to do when you grow up. Why mm -hmm. is it in particular that women who come across so strongly seem to also uh, suffer from this too? Yeah, well, I think that women are very good at wearing a mask so that they fit the role that they need to fit, um, whether it's that, that strong soccer mom who is always on the ball and has everything organized, 
whether it's that supportive wife who was always in the background boosting their husbands up. I think they learned uh, very early how to become what society expects them to become, and they get very good at it. And I find a lot of times when I work with my clients that we spend a lot of time initially just peeling away that onion. I mean, Mm. what does that mean, and what does it mean, and what does it mean? And so we can finally hear a voice that belongs to her and not a voice that has um, been parroted, you know, for her or a tape that's going on in her head. But um, it's just assuming the role and and being very good at it and Mm -hmm. um, and just being recognized for being that good mom, wife, uh, you know, whoever – the role you might be filling. Well, what can we do as we're approaching midlife? Because my listeners are anywhere from the age of 35 on up. And as mm-hmm. for those of us who haven't reached that point, uh, let's say, um, how can we prepare for something like this? What kinds of things can we be doing if we're not quite there yet to keep from feeling that uh, feeling of fear and disappearing and withdrawing mm-hmm. and staying silent about how we're feeling? What kinds of tools and tips can you give us to, to help us with that part? Oh, absolutely. I think, um, like you mentioned, this stage needs to be anticipated, and you have to prepare for it. And that means that while you're raising your children and while you are helping other people pursue their dreams, you've got to pursue your own dreams. You have to keep a spark inside of yourself where that passion and where that drive can live. And you can't give yourself away to your children or or your spouse or whoever um, you may feel that you need to serve. Um, I I would implore women to please have the utmost self-care. And I don't say that in terms of, you know, we think of self-care as massages and all that, which is all good good and well and certainly well-deserved, but... Self-care is exploring joy and maintaining joy in their lives. I would also implore women to keep the relationship with their partners a priority. Uh, mm. There are so many times that women come into me and they're saying, you know what, Maria, I, you know, my last one's out of the house and I'm looking at this man and I, I don't know him. You know, mm-hmm. this man is a stranger to me. And um, years and years of of kids being a distraction. And and a lot of times it's done as a way of not facing the the issues in the marriage. But kids become a distraction, uh, you know, things, life gets in the way, and a distance occurs. I would urge you to keep that relationship intact. Not only that, you're showing your children um, the importance and the priority of a primary relationship in your life. So anticipate that this is coming. Realize that you still got a whole lot of living to do, and you can't put your joy on hold um, while you are raising a family or while, while you are doing for others. It still needs to continue so you can stay in touch with it. Okay, so there's some tips there for people who haven't quite gotten there, kind of helps them prepare for that and keeping those things, you know, on the forefront of their mind, making sure they enter into self-care, making sure that they 
uh, take care of that primary relationship, not selling their souls to their kids where they have no identity, remembering to pursue their dreams, the things that they're passionate about. But what about people who are in the midst of this right now? And they know something's wrong. They're not quite sure what, but they know they need some help. What is it that uh, you can uh, tell them to kind of help spur them to get the help that they need? Oh, absolutely. First of all, know that you are not alone. Uh, There are so many women who are asking and seeking help um, just because they're tired of not being happy. Uh, I think that women need to find more time to get quiet I think that women spend a lot of time distracted by noise, whether it's, you know, social media, TV, or whatever it might be, and we are not quiet enough where we can really get in tune to what our desires are and um, really get in touch with our intuition and what our, what our, what our soul is telling us. Um, that is what I would advise. Also, I would ask you to please start looking into your your health, your physical health. I mean, without a body uh, that is going to to function well and keep you going, um, life can get kind of tough. So Mm -hmm. if there's anything that you can do to keep that body moving, whether it's, you know, doing something for 30 minutes a day or, or dancing or whatever it is, or even just going and getting a physical and getting your optimal numbers, um, whatever they may be, for you and trying to maintain those. Start to anticipate um, the future and start to prepare for it today. Uh, I would also ask women to please get to know what's going on with their finances. Uh, A huge fear that women have is a bag lady syndrome. Mm-hmm. Of, my um, gosh, I, I can't rest because I have to watch every penny. I can't enjoy myself because I, I'm going to be broke, you know, if I do. And a lot of that is just not um, an awareness of where they are financially. Um, I've met women who've never balanced a checkbook before. And, um, you know, it's a scary world when they're, when they're, um, when they're widows and um, have no idea what to do. You have to be your own expert with your finances, your health, and um, you got to know what's going on around you and, and plan to take care of what you do have, the money you have, the money that will be coming mm-hmm. in later, uh, mm-hmm. so that you can enjoy uh, you know, yourself going forward. I know you've worked with a lot of women um, in this whole midlife conundrum, and, and I know you've helped them. Could you share with us maybe some of your success stories of women who might have fallen into some of the categories you mentioned earlier um, uh, in terms of just basically feeling like they didn't have any control over their lives? What what happened? How were you able to help them? Yeah. You know, a story that comes to mind is um, a client who came to me who just really didn't know what was wrong. Um, she felt that she was just preoccupied with others. Um, And when I say that, she was obsessed over what her adult children were doing, what the grandchildren were doing, and it really did take over her life, this preoccupation with, with others that she loved. And what it came down to was a fear that, you know, you get older and the years seem to be flying by faster, And she saw this slipping away from her and and felt that she had to control something. 
and the preoccupation and the obsession with what her loved ones were doing was her way of staying in control. What mm. I convinced her was that maybe all the energy going into controlling and holding on, which does nothing but push people away, let's put that energy into finding joy for you. Instead of picking up the phone and calling your daughter for the third time, you know, to see what's going on, why don't you go through the paper and see if there's a movie that grabs you or if there's a, a, a class that makes your heart flutter a little bit, and why don't you pick up the phone and, and see if you can sign up for that. And so it was changing the thinking of putting the energy into a positive place, which is taking care of herself, which made her a better mother, a better partner, a better grandmother, and she was able to find joy, and she was able to know that she was okay by herself, and she didn't have to hold on to anything, and that life was pretty good, and that her adult children you know, were fine without her. So that was, was a client that really seemed to blossom, and I think it was just giving her a change in perception and also giving her permission um, that she's worthy. She's worthy of, of doing, uh, you know, and finding what she needs to find for herself. And, you know, I'm sure that story probably resonates with so many women in terms of um, the different voices that we have in our head that tell us different things. And sometimes one of the beneficial things of having a coach is they can help you identify those voices and help you to figure out which one to follow. Because by the time you get to midlife, you've got a lot of conversations going on up there. <laughs> oh, my a lot of things. Based upon, you know, based upon your life experience, based upon all the things that your friends and family and children and coworkers have told you through the years, and then you got your own voice going on there. There's a lot going on, and sometimes it gets very, very muddled, and it gets overwhelming. And a lot of people ask me sometimes, well, what's, what does a coach really do? And, and from uh-huh. my perspective, is that well, the coaches are not therapists. Uh, we definitely aren't magicians. We're, we're not psychiatrists or psychologists, but we do help you pinpoint uh, those things that really resonate most with your spirit. And sometimes it takes another point of view, another oh, yeah. way of looking at something uh, to help you say, aha, to have, as Oprah calls, that aha moment when you're like, yes, that is what I want to do, or yes, that is how I've been feeling, or yes, that's the next stage I want to take my life. And many Absolutely. times without that, you know, without that help, without somebody kind of guiding you, you get kind of stuck. So I want yeah. you to share uh, with us, Maria, a little bit about your coaching program. Uh, it's called Midlife Mastery. What is that program about, and, and how does it work? Oh, it's, it's a program that I'm very proud of. And what I do is take women through five of the pivotal steps to mastering midlife and finding a strategic plan of their own design um, that will enable them to have the life that they want to have. Um, And those areas are what is the gift of midlife, the reality of midlife, which I have come to truly believe that it's a blessing Um, and that it's a time where women are really unencumbered. They're not having babies anymore. The babies they do have 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 moved on for the most part. Um, They're usually, you know, doing pretty well financially. They've paid their dues and have um, worked their way up or have gotten to a point where they're comfortable. Um, And recognizing that they are in a time of their lives where they are primed to just go, and, and go by their own design. 
Um, we also talk about finances, you know, the importance of, like I said before, taking care of what you have and then taking care of what's coming in. Um, health, physical health, how important is that? Uh, the number one thing um, from what I've read, from studies that have been done, that seems to plague midlife women is arthritis. And I had no idea it was such a big ailment for so many women. But there seem to be a lot of different things you can do to soften the pain of arthritis and to soften, um, you know, its effects on you. But just be knowledgeable about your body and um, about your health. Um, we talk about mental health, um, the authentic self versus the mask you've been wearing and how to find that authentic self again. And we also talk about relationships and how they change, um, how you're now dealing with children who are no longer children but are adults, and mm -hmm. how the relationship changes with your significant other. So it really is um, a program that is all-encompassing. It, it's non-judgmental. It's very loving. And um, we give a lot of support to each other. And um, I, like I said, I'm very proud of it. And it's something I wish I had had earlier, and I think that's why mm. I'm so proud of it, because uh, cause I see the value in it because I've been there. Because you've been there, yes. For people, uh, Maria, who want to get in touch with you to find out more about your program and more about uh, how to deal with midlife crisis, what's the best way to get in touch with you? Oh, thanks for that. Yes, if you go on my website, and that is www.mariaallyn.com. And I'd like to offer your listeners a 30-minute clarity session where we can get together for 30 minutes and simply talk about whatever uh, the major concern there might be and maybe, you know, give an aha moment. Um, and I'm available and very passionate about what I do, and, and I'm really committed to helping midlifers. That's fantastic. And again, uh, the website is Maria Allen, and that's A L L Y N. Is that MariaAllen.com? It is, yes. Okay, fantastic. And, you know, I, I think this is so special because many times people who are going through this stage of life really feel like no one understands. I mean, they hear people oh. talk about midlife, but, you know, your midlife oh, yeah. is your midlife, and nobody else could possibly understand mm -hmm. what you're going through. And I want to tell you, just based upon my experience, that while we are all different people and uh, we come from different backgrounds, there's one thing that's very that's very similar. The destinations may be different, but our journeys are very similar. And yeah. uh, don't feel like there isn't anyone that hasn't, you know, mm -hmm. done uh, or hasn't gone through what you've gone through. Perhaps it came about in a different way. Perhaps the end result was, uh, and in terms of how they got there, was different. But some of those feelings. Mm -hmm having of isolation, of loneliness, of no one understands me, and sometimes depression and anxiety, the fear, Absolutely. Um, uh, all of that is very, very common. And I wanted to put something else in there because you mentioned something about health. And, yes, arthritis is definitely a uh, part of it. There's so many other things. There's cardiovascular mm -hmm. disease, there's high blood pressure, there's obesity, and many of these things can come from the stress of uh, making that transition because stress can be a killer. So learning how to deal with stress properly is important. Uh, the other thing, too, from a health perspective, is you want to make sure that your thyroid health 
is really good because there are so many women who either have hypoactive thyroids or hyperactive thyroids. Oh, and that makes a huge, yes, that makes a huge difference in terms of how they encode the world because that's where your hormones are going on. Also, another thing is adrenal fatigue. So when you're going to your doctors, have them check out your thyroid. That's very important. And check out your adrenals because if those things aren't operating properly, then anxiety and stress and worry and depression are something that really plagues you during midlife. And many times mm-hmm. it's just a simple adjustment uh, in your hormones and your perhaps your supplements and the way you're eating and exercise is key. And I'm oh, not necessarily I- saying that you it's key. And I'm not necessarily saying that you have to get HRT. Not necessarily. There's things that you can do. But whatever it is you choose to do, make sure that your thyroid health is up to par because that is a huge, huge uh, determining factor in terms of how you weather um, the midlife crisis scenario, uh, menopause, um, menopause for the rest of your life. It makes that much of a difference. And I'm speaking from experience because I have a hypoactive thyroid. And before I found out about that, it was a key component to my feelings of anxiety. And once I got those things uh, figured out in terms of what I need to be eating and how to manage that, those feelings of anxiety went away totally. So I just want to encourage all of you to take a look at that. And it's amazing what comes your way if you ask. Ask. And there is help, and there are people who want to help and, and have the skills to help, but you have to ask. And it's all part of self-care and, and knowing that, that you are worthy enough to feel your best. Yes, yes, absolutely. And many times when you're not feeling your best, it's difficult to see how all these things can work. And, you know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of great coaches out there, success coaches, motivational coaches, all these wonderful people out there to help you. But I'm here to tell you right now that if your health, it's not where it needs to be. If you're not on the mend to getting your health together, none of this would really make any difference. So that I'm glad you mentioned that because that's an A number one priority. You've got to make sure that your health is where you where it needs to be so that you can receive all this good information that wonderful Absolutely. people like Maria Allen are, are offering. Um, as we're getting ready to close the show down, uh, Maria, but I just wanted to know if you take a look at all the things that you know you've talk, told women uh, in terms of making it through this transition in a way that they're not just surviving but they're thriving. What's the one thing in particular that you want our listeners to know when it comes to this uh, important time of their life? Mm-hmm. I'd like your listeners to know that any sort of transformation or any sort of change is scary but it's so worth it. So take that first step, take the little step, and feel that fear, take the next step. And as you start moving forward, and you might not necessarily know where you're going, but you're going, you're being drawn somewhere, doors will start opening and coming into your life who will bring you what you need to be joyful and, and successful in whatever your pursuit is. So trust yourself. Take that first step. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Maria, for being on the wellness journey today and sharing uh, so many great tips. Thank you so much. And um, for those of you who are just tuning in, make sure that you uh, go back and listen to this whole show. Maria has really shared some wonderful things about how to make you, how to help you through that midlife 
transition so that you're not just surviving, but actually thriving during probably one of the most interesting times of your lives. And I can say from experience that this really is the best time of my life right now. And you would never have told me at 35 that I would be saying that 58 was better than 35. <laughs> but it really has been such a wonderful ride. And so much of that has, has depended upon the work that I've done on myself with the help of people like uh, Maria Allen. And remember, uh, you can go to her website, MariaAllen.com, and be able to check out her uh, wonderful midlife mastery course. And I wanted to also um, uh, emphasize to you, too, uh, that um, if uh, take a look at Wellness Woman 40 and Beyond e-magazine. In that magazine are some wonderful articles that women over 40 have written about you, about your journey and what it's like and the things that you need to be thinking about as you make it through life. Because the other side of 40 really is great. It doesn't have to be a nightmare. In fact, it can be a dream. It's all in how you equip yourself for it. And Maria Allen has said earlier, one way to equip yourself is just to be aware that, you know, you are going through a transition. And and that there are tools uh, and tips and techniques that you can use to thrive during any period of your life. And that's why I love doing this show, because I get a chance to share with you some of the premier experts in the field of mind, body, spirit, wellness uh, that really share some wonderful things that are going to help you thrive during this particular time of your life. I hope you've enjoyed the show. Remember that uh, you can catch me on the Self-Discovery Network. I'm on SoundCloud. I'm on YouTube. I'm on Spreaker and iTunes. Just Google uh, Linus of Praiseworks or Google the Wellness Journey, and these shows will pipe up, uh, pop up. Uh, there's all kinds of wonderful information uh, that we've put together for you to help you along your journey to wellness. I hope you've enjoyed the show, and I'll see you again next time. Thank you for joining us on the Wellness Journey Live with Lennis Woods Mullins. We hope you have enjoyed our show and look forward to the opportunity to share with you more information that will help you along your journey to total wellness for the mind, body, and spirits.